episode into blackouts. Let me make something perfectly clear. You want to play good, and you know you hope you play good. Well, I told you to do some shit for the kids. I'm just here so I won't get fined. Welcome back to another episode of Subject to Blackout. I think we're going to have another short, quick one with just Mosier and I this week. Once again, life gets in the way. Halloween, apparently, was this week that I completely forgot about. So but that's, when we, that's usually the way I do things is short, quick, and disappointing. So. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, I guess we've done it at least three times. Mal can't hear me on that one, but... Yeah. <laughs> but... I am not 100% sure what episode this is. I think it's like 11, 11, 12. 11, I think it's 11. 11. So, episode 11. Uh, like I said, just short and quick. Just Mosier and I running through some stuff. I think the whole squad will be back next week. But, like I said, everybody had to go get some candy last night. And uh, we had to push. I think we did this a couple weeks ago. We're probably going to do the same thing. Just run through the games, really. Uh I don't really have any stories for you, so this one might not be as funny as it normally yeah. can get. This one's more football-related. but So I guess we can just jump right in to some football. Uh, last week, week nine, uh, one of the biggest games, I think it was 3.30 game, LSU 23, Auburn 20. Oh, we're going right there, huh? Just jump, uh, I'm just going in order as I see them. Yeah. Um... It was kind of what the performance from Bo Nix like was what you thought it was, and the good news for LSU is a lot of like a lot of things went as poorly as could have went. So special teams was abysmal. Derek Stingley uh, fumbled a punt and uh, on couldn't recover or shouldn't have recovered. I should say an onside kick. They had a punt land. Uh, like a punt that we did land four guys standing there landed perfectly at the one with them all standing there and ball lands uh, right there and they all just look at each other and the ball pops into the end zone just a lot of things went basically as as bad as it could have went LSU averages five penalties a game they had five in the first quarter this game and like 14 or 13 total so uh, pretty bad and you still won the game so that's a good I guess you know, like it reminded me of I can't remember what year it was two thousand thirteen, maybe Florida State, where they a bunch of games they probably should have lost that they kind of pulled out. This this had the potential to be one of those games. I thought where I was watching the game and it's like it's literally everything like nothing's going well and we're still like competitive in the game and everything against a top ten team. So that's like good teams pull those games out. So that was good and um on the offense offense did okay you know the red zone i think it was the first time this year that we went in the, we were in the red zone and didn't score any points so the the perfect streak is broken but there's just a lot of not executing on like third and ones ran a third and one quarterback sneak and got stuffed and uh another later in the game there was a fourth and one or a fourth and goal and all like on the one lat we threw a screen and it got stuffed just a lot of stuff like that and uh but the great equalizer was Bonix who's yeah he's very he's very freshman and <laughs> he is he we said it going into the game he's like he's he's want to throw for 110 yards and he threw for 
157, and he had more incompletions than completions. So, kind of yeah. what happens. I mean, and then, and L, the defense played well. They stopped the uh, the run game. The the DJ Williams, the Auburn's freshman running back, he had 130 yards, but he got 75 of it on one play to start off the third, and they didn't score a touchdown on that drive. So, yeah, I mean, it was one of those games that like LSU should have won, but. I don't know if they were kind of overlooking it or, like you said, just some things got a little sloppy. But Bo Nix, Bo Nixed. Although, Bo Nixed it. Although his, his interception was a really good play. Yeah, well, yeah, it was. It was the Moss segment. Yeah. It's not like he threw, like, a terrible pick. He just got picked near the goal line on a on a great play. Well, against probably, I, I think he's probably the best corner in college football. Yeah, so I mean, sometimes stuff like that, the the one interception you see and you're just like, oh, that's not great. But if you didn't see the play itself, then like you would understand that. I mean, he was like kind of throwing it away, kind of trying to give his receiver a chance, and it just happened to be the, the yeah. corner. The corner snagged it instead of his receiver or flying out of bounds. I was so impressed by that play for because Seth Williams is I like one in the top tier of uh, wide receivers in the in uh the sec and i just you keep Derek stingley keeps doing this to, to what i consider top tier people it's like colin johnson no catches like yep seth williams he did seth williams did end up getting a slant touchdown on stingley but that play in particular but like i said i don't know if it was one of those things that maybe looking past them a little bit but the game was closer than i thought you thought it might be at the beginning yeah and vegas yeah so uh it wasn't a whole florida situation but when you win the game, you win the game, and I mean that's kind of what it comes down to. It's always up, close. It's all set, It's always close. Setting up that number one, number two in a couple of weeks. Yeah, didn't see that coming. Yeah. Hmm. Wonder yeah. why people are sliding around in the rankings. Uh-huh. Interesting. Yeah, Interesting. Exactly. But what? It, here's here's that. Okay, what you just said was the the lame take was what you just said. The woke take of what is really going to happen is they're going to put. Alabama number one in the college football playoff ranking and then it'll like they'll sell it as like number one versus number one is that when uh does that come it, out this week it comes out after this week yeah oh, after before this next week? week so the first the first one of the year yeah so yeah yeah probably I mean they're gonna they're gonna figure out something like that and I mean either that or it's just gonna be they're gonna have y'all number one and uh, Alabama number two, so it's just like a one versus two, no matter yeah. Yeah. where where you look at it type type situation. But uh, you got anything else on that game? No, that's really it. Yeah, like I said, just setting it up. I, I think y'all play a, both play a bum or both have a buy or something. But we they both both teams always have a buy before this game, which has worked out swimmingly the last eight years for LSU. Yeah, so we'll see we'll see where that. Uh, comes up in a couple of weeks but um next game wisconsin uh seven ohio state 38 this game was boring yeah justin was chiming in how boring it was it started out very boring and i think that's when justin like uh, eventually just cut it off before like anyone scored but it was zero zero in the first quarter and then like it kind of went downhill from there for wisconsin but yeah yeah, that was it's, hard yeah. to watch. Well, Chase Young, four sacks. Oh, yeah, turns out he's pretty good at this football stuff. Yeah, you know if like I'd be, I'd be pumped for Joe Burrow to win the Heisman, obviously, but I think I'd also be pumped for Chase Young to win the Heisman. But both because 
it will give some credence to me and Josh saying that the backup was better than uh, Nick Bosa. But also, I like sat there and thought about it. And I forgot how many sacks he has on the year, but it's like 13 and a half, maybe. And that's the LSU single season record set by Arden Key. <laughs> and they have many more game to play. I was like, oof. I think that he's in striking distance of the season record. He has to be. It's like Terrell Suggs has had 20 and a half or something. 21 and there, a half, maybe. There was, there was one play where Wisconsin tried to block him with a tight end. And I was like, this is just him and a tight end who he just ran right past. Why would you? That's just piss poor planning. <laughs> it I, was. I saw the replay of it. I, like we were just hanging out. We had like the TV going on the side, uh, and we were watching it. And I was just like, "Wait a second! Did they just? Yep, yep. That's a tight end out there. Not Stanford. This isn't Stanford, who's like only has tight ends right. that can play offensive yep. line now. Mm-hmm. This is this is a team that was ranked in the top fifteen. All right. So Terrell Suggs had twenty four sacks. So my bad on that. So they have he has thirteen and a half sacks. So how many more games do they have? Yeah, this was week nine, so they're probably like eight no. So yeah, they're four. Four more games in the regular season. Oh, so this isn't gonna happen. What? Let's see. He has to get like two and a half sacks a game. That could they, happen. They play Maryland. Rutgers. That, that, oh, five. He's getting five that game. So And then and then Penn State and Michigan. And then a Big Ten championship game, probably. If Josh was, but I would say he's probably going to get five in Michigan, too. So. <laughs> <laughs> but, yeah, that like I said, that game started out super boring, but came back around. Justin Fields only threw for like 160-something yards. So, But then again, they scored like 14 in the third and 14 in the fourth, I think. So kind of just ran away with it there at the end. Uh, let's see. Boston College, 7. Clemson, 59. I just wanted to bring that up. Another beatdown. Summarize, points. Summarize the, the most Im- most impactful players of the game that aren't kin to your coaching staff. Uh, Logan Rudolph. <laughs> oh, yeah? He scored, yeah, he scored like a long fumble return touchdown and that he was super jazzed for. Yeah, I, I didn't. I watch almost every Clemson game. I did not watch this game. Yeah, I mean, worth it. Worth not. Yeah. I think we. Or I don't think I know. We play Wofford this like tomorrow, so. Yeah, I mean, I'm gonna watch it. You play Wofford. I'm gonna watch in, it in basketball. I hope you're talking about. They have a preseason basketball. Is what you're saying? Uh, n- that could be no, a good game. They w- probably beat you in that. I was about to say. I don't want to see. <laughs> I don't want to watch that. Yeah. I think Wofford lost all their like those uh Shooter McGee and. Uh, oh yeah, patch, yeah, yeah. patches oh, the, of hula hand and they're too they're they're all white front court yeah I <laughs> or think back they lost, court sorry i think they lost all those guys so i don't know if, how much of a game that would be anymore god you remember that guy what was that guy's name the, the I, one guy that is like he hits 17 threes every game uh, i'm gonna have to look it up i'll but. i'll lead into the next game let's see what else uh you were just going in no random order uh i was just going down but the next one was uh k-state oklahoma Oh gosh, I watched this game. Did you watch this game? Uh, I flipped. I was, we flipped. We flipped over to it when uh, it was when exciting. Game got out of hand. It was funny. I just, I felt like that guy uh, that sat on the side of you at the LSU game. We're just like it's like it's gonna be the year twenty twenty four before uh, Grinch realizes they're gonna run the draw on third down, the quarterback yeah. draw. It's the only thing they're doing because the they can't throw it. <laughs> oh, it was rough. 
once the Ohio State game started to get out of hand and we saw some updates, and I think you were texting us about it, we flipped over to the, the Oklahoma game to watch them almost give it away, but hold well, on to it at the last minute. I had a friend, one of my friends was over here during that game, and I, I was giving him score updates because he was in the kitchen uh, cooking or whatever, and I was like, yeah, they're down by whatever it was, 18 uh, and they have the whole fourth left, and the, he was like, or maybe it was like twenty down by twenty four, twenty one with the whole fourth left, and he's like, oh, so that's over. I was like, dude, you don't think that Oklahoma can score twenty four points in a quarter <laughs> against Kansas State? Come on now. Okay, I got I got the list here. I forgot how many great names there were. Fletcher McGee is the guy that, you're. Thinking that's the of. guy. That's the guy. Yep. There's a guy named Isaiah Bigelow. Great name. There's I know there's a really good name. Storm, there's like a Jesus Storm Murphy. Storm Murphy's a good one. No, there's like an Israel or something, too, Hold I think. Hold on. Yeah, there's a Messiah Jones. That's it. <laughs> Donovan Theme Love. <laughs> and Messiah Jones. I knew oh. there was something super religious in there. Man, I forgot about that. Wofford great. had an impact on my life that I just remembered that. <laughs> yeah, great great name, uh, team names all around. Yeah. yeah. But Well, since yeah. this isn't a recruiting podcast and we brought up names, what do you think about the coldest? His middle, what's his middle name? They that Juan? it was falsely reported. Yes, it was falsely reported. It was to ever do it. But so, so his name is the Juan. coldest Juan. The coldest Juan. <laughs> yeah. Good Just thing that it. kid. Good thing that kid's an athlete. Hey, his parents are smart though, and the timing's perfect because he's gonna make so much likeness money. Yeah, and the seriously. entire country's gonna be paying him air conditioning things yeah. for days. Yeah, yeah. H HVAC. They may as well just call him the HVAC recruit. <laughs> but, uh, yeah, then the end of this game, it came down to that, like, weird bounce that some people were just like, oh, yeah, man, how, f- like, is that really fair? What if you get blocked into it? And I was like, he went nine yards and it hit him. That's I, literally the rule. That's the rule, yeah. So, but. um, I was trying to look up some stats from this game. Jalen Hurts did Jalen Hurts things, of course. Um. But basically, like once it hit the hit, like the fourth, their whole game plan was just just throw it to Ceedee Lamb and see what happens. And then it correct. worked like twice. It was fucking awesome. Yes, just, I mean he just, scored like a seventy yard touchdown. Correct in the fourth. Just like, yep. I think people were thought they. I think they were confused. Just tried to do a little two hand touch there yeah. at the end. Dude, I mean, how many times this season? I've I've sent him at least a couple times, but how many times could I have sent like a still image of C D Lamb surrounded by four people and saying like uh narrate like narrator voice, he wasn't tackled on this yeah. I mean, yeah. Granted, right. I mean it is K State, but you can't lose to K State, so B- bigger picture, that opens a lot of doors for the playoffs. Yeah, I don't know if that knocks Oklahoma out, but I don't definitely really dents it. They dropped them all the way to ten. Yeah. So but I mean, the AP polls don't matter, so we'll see. Yep. When it all comes around, but I mean, at this moment, there's probably like f- at least three teams that are going to go undefeated. I don't Pro- know. Probably. I'd be a lot of teams to go undefeated. One from the SEC, Clemson, and then one from uh, probably Ohio State. Those all, that seems logical. Yeah, it does. But but also, it's just I, how do, when's the last time that that many teams have had that good of a record? Two thousand. Three, uh, well, like that was, good Auburn was, team lost that one was, game. What was last year's playoffs? Clemson uh, was undefeated. Alabama Oklahoma was undefeated. Wasn't. Oklahoma had lost. And Notre Dame was undefeated. Yeah, So, but I mean, I think, I'm pretty sure there was three teams last year that were undefeated. So, at the end of the day, not 
Yeah. <laughs> Not, okay. I guess fair. Could, could easily happen again. But uh, enough on that game. Uh, Notre Dame, 14. Michigan, 45. Shea Patterson, 100 yards passing. <laughs> it was like a monsoon. Correct. Uh, whatever was, whatever a, a monsoon north of the Mason-Dixon line is called. A, a few people, I know a couple of people that went, and they said it was just like pouring nonstop. I was impressed that the how many people and how into the game they were at this game. Yeah, I mean, I think you just... Uh, Ride the lightning. <laughs> I, that, and I think it was like if if it was Rutgers, you know, I don't know yeah. how many people would be into it, but it's Notre Dame who's like one of your rivals. Who you're not like going to play for another ten years or whatever. Dude, they they restarted the rivalry, man. Just in t- the 2030s. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> so, although I did like, I did appreciate Michigan's troll job on it. But did you see that post from there? No, I didn't see that you, one. Oh, okay. Hold on. Talk about the game. I'm going to bring that post up. But. Um, we kind of watched this one too on the side. Um, uh, I think we we're fork knifing on boys, boys weekend this weekend. But, uh, like I said, Chad Patterson only a hundred yards passing, but in the rain, they, they still did pretty well. And they just kind of ran Notre Dame into the ground. Notre Dame, uh, did not run them into the ground. I think they, they had under 50 yards rushing, which, is not well, great when well, your passing game only goes for like 130 something. Okay, so this may have been a product of day drinking, but so the LSU game was at 2:30, and then this game was after, right? Yep. So I watched the beginning of this game, and then I probably made it to halftime, and then I fell asleep, and then I woke up, I like snapped out of it, and then I was like, "Holy shit, does that say 45:13?" I was like, "Well, I'm going back to sleep. I'll watch this one later." Went back to sleep, and then I woke up and watched uh, the late the Pac-12 games. Yeah, but so I'm going to steal this from probably probably the solid verbal, but Brian Kelly uh, threw the ball. Let's see, uh, 29 times in a monsoon. Yep. What are you well, doing? What are you doing, I mean, Brian Kelly? He he rushed for he rushed thirty one times and got forty seven yards. I think at that, that point that you is. gotta kinda just be like, Well, fuck it, maybe maybe throwing will help. I guess. Charbonnet looked good. Yeah. Um I think Haskins. Haskins yeah, yeah. which is an I think he was their lead, leading ruck, rusher. Yeah. I, I honestly I don't and I've watched the Michigan game before, but whenever I watched it, I was like, I don't remember there being a Haskins. I mean Michigan, I'm looking at now. Michigan threw 14 times and rushed 57 times. Yep, so. that's a that's a Michigan stat line, baby. Yep, 303 yards. Jim Bo Harbaugh Sh- loved this. Bo Schimbeckler, Jim Harbaugh, and Les Miles are all like nodding in agreement right yep. now. Uh, yep, I told you we don't need that new fan dangled offense. <laughs> but I'm just joking. It's because of the conditions. Let me read you that 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 tweet. This is from Michigan Athletics to Notre Dame Athletics. Ready? Yep. Dear Notre Dame football, we need to take a break. We've been doing this for a while now, and we just need our space. We're glad we could end on good terms. Thank you for not being defensive. Let's keep in touch, and maybe we can try again in 14 years if you're still independent. <laughs> oh, that's pretty funny. Yep. I do appreciate when like a good a good joke like that goes out from a like a, especially like in college sports. Yeah. But like, why are they not playing? What 14 years? Dude, I don't know, That's man. That's so stupid. Why do Texas and Texas A&M not play? It's another stupid one. Every one of those people, in the they hate each other, and they won't play the game. Yep. It makes no sense. I mean, I feel like those are the games you can make the most money off of. Yeah, they're tripping. I don't know what they're some doing. of these situations. 
Well, uh, honestly, like, I think they have proven, like, if you're a big name program, you like, okay, Alabama and Clemson, obviously, are doing this as of now. Like, you can have a super weak schedule and you could still make the playoff. Yeah. Even though, even though the. I mean, Clemson's hardest games come in out of conference stuff. It just happens to be that the rest of the conference isn't good. Well, it's not like. Doesn't I mean, do granted, granted, we're playing Wofford <laughs> this right. week, but yeah. I'm pretty. I've said this before. I'm pretty sure it's a state law where in South Carolina you got to play one of the in-state teams. Yeah, I think I actually it's like that. Not, I think that's not South Carolina, which right. we obviously do every year. Right. Since you told me that, I think that I've was thinking like, man, I wish that Louisiana should do that. They do play in-state teams, but not every year. Yeah, I was like, it makes more sense to give the money in-state than to. Lamar from Houston or something. Exactly, and you get to see like the other coaches that are around your area that you could be like, hmm, maybe I'll snag that guy. Mm, yeah, hmm, kind of like what that <laughs> running back coach is doing. <laughs> yeah, exactly. So, uh, but yeah, like I said, Michigan just kind of ran them out of the building, literally, yep. and figuratively. But uh, let's see, TCU thirty-seven, Texas twenty-seven. Not a good look, Texas. Max Duggan was toasting you boys. Yep, not a good look, Texas. Texas is back. Not so. Uh, I mean, that really hurts Oklahoma. If, well, I guess it doesn't hurt Oklahoma, but they could play again in the the They're Big Twelve Championship game. No, I mean, I doubt Texas it. With Texas ain't gonna make it. Okay. Two losses in in season to okay. the division or um, conference. Let me bring up their schedule real quick. But <clears throat> so Texas, their current record is let's see. Gosh darn it. Why didn't have his record on? All right, either way, here let's see. They have coming up so they just lost to TCU and almost lost to Kansas. They have Kansas State, Iowa State, Baylor, and Texas Tech. Yeah. How many of those games are they winning? Uh, Same again. Kansas State. Probably winning. You think they're going to beat Kansas State? Yeah, probably. Kansas State's going to be super pumped about what they just did. That's true. Iowa State. Uh, They could beat them, but that's going to be a close one. Baylor. Loss. Loss, exactly. Texas Tech. They. They'll, that's kind of a toss-up, but they should beat Texas Tech. But So they could lose three of those games. Could. Yeah. Yeah, I mean, yeah, done. Done, done, done. Uh, yep. All right, but that was uh, my point. And then Sam Ellinger threw fourteen hundred picks in this game. Yeah, yeah. Uh, Minnesota still undefeated. They stomped Maryland. Remember when Maryland was good? Yeah. Remember whenever Maryland was on pace to score like the record points in a season there for yep. two weeks, seven thousand points. Mm, yeah. By the end of the year, uh, going through Oklahoma State beat a ranked Iowa State at Iowa State. So. They're on the home. Uh, Miami beat Pittsburgh because they just can't figure out what they're doing. Do so they want to win? Do they want to lose? It's going to be a seven-way tie. I can't it wait. It is going to be a seven-way tie for the Coastal to see who gets to get curb stomped by Clemson. At that point, is it like a um, is it a Royal Rumble, like WWE style? I, I don't <laughs> like know what send, they... Send your strongest player into the ring and like whoever comes out wins. I think they just go out and do the uh, XFL ref- Recover the uh, the kickoff thing. XFL is a recover the kickoff thing. They're 
the original one, they um, put a ball in the middle instead of a kickoff. It was like a scrum. Two guys ran for oh, it. Oh, fuck yeah. Like dodgeball. Yeah. That's fucking awesome. Uh, it was great, but I think like one of their best players got injured. No. <laughs> the, first, the first the first one. No. Um, But yeah, seven-way tie for the Coastal is going to end up being wild. Uh, just scrolling through. Remember when we thought Syracuse was going to be good? Remember pre- when we thought pre- before the season started, you mean? Yeah. Remember when we thought Virginia had it and was going to clearly come out of the coastal? Duke threw an interception on the goal line to lose to North Carolina. No. Tennessee, 41. South Carolina, 21. Didn't see it coming. Did not watch a lick of this game, but yikes. Not not a great look. It's another team that can't figure out if they want to be good or bad. Yeah. Go ahead and beat, like, the number three team in the country at the time, and now just, like, uh, Tennessee. Yeah, let's uh, go ahead and take a take an L on that one. Did you uh, did you gloss over my 7-1 and one San Diego State Aztecs? Is that what I uh, did not. They're at the bottom of the, uh, the list here. I mean, there's no more games. Kentucky beat the shit out of Missouri. Remember when we thought Missouri was going to be pretty decent? If you want to talk about your Aztecs, here's, no, I don't. Here's I haven't watched. I haven't watched the Aztec game this year. To be completely honest, do you got do you got CBS Sports? Because I'm pretty sure that's the only channel that they come on. Every single time I've watched a San Diego State game, it's I've pirated it every time. Yeah, because like I said, you literally have to have CBS Sports. I feel like I always see their logo on the this, whenever I had it, just like the blacked out channel. Okay, <laughs> it's like you don't pay for this one. So this is a phenomenon I'm now discovering in Louisiana, and I realize it's baseball is very important here, and this one's excusable because the World Series just happened. But I was wearing my San Diego State uh, uh, like sweater last night, and the first thing someone said, one, one person, they saw me, like shook hands, said hello, and he's like, San Diego State, is that where Steven Strasburg went? And... I was like, yes, it is, which I understand was he said that probably because of the World Series, but that's not the first time that's happened. Like there's a lot of uh, there's a lot of other names you would want to come up with before Strasburg, like nope, Marshall Falk or Kawhi Leonard nope. or Never heard of him. Tony Gwynn, if you're one even stick in baseball. Oy. Just just a weird phenomenon. People just Strasburg, San Diego State. Yeah. Yeah. That is odd. But like you said, I guess if it wasn't the World Series, I don't know if that questions sent but like also how many people know where most college or like major league baseball players went to college unless yeah. they went unless they went to your college right yeah exactly everyone in louisiana knows where bregman went to college exactly but like most people i couldn't couldn't tell you all right but that jump into week 10 i think this week's like a down week a really wait hold down. on you did skip one game i actually do want to cover oh um, so, like I said, I woke up, uh, I slept through the Michigan second half or whatever and watched the um, watched the Washington State-Oregon game. That game was dope. It was uh, – Justin Herbert continues to be, like, the most confusing person ever as a quarterback <laughs> prospect. But have you watched Washington State play this year? Uh, I think maybe, like, once or twice. Caught, like, the actual game. So, if you watch Anthony Gordon at all – uh, their quarterback, I think he, well, it's a Washington State quarterback, so of course he leads the country in passing. But it is just—it's so smooth. It's—it's it's crazy smooth. He, you know, how a lot of quarterbacks, like most all quarterbacks, they like you know you 
bounce around in the pocket, keep their feet moving or whatever. Yep. There's, I don't know if it's his confidence in his offensive line or what, but he does this beautiful thing where after he bounces for a certain amount of time, he just stops. He literally is just flat-footed, just standing there looking. And it works is why it doesn't look strange, I guess. But either way, so then um, Washington State went ahead with like a minute left in this game. Justin Herbert had to mount like a little... I forgot how long was left on the clock, and I don't have like the recap up or anything, but it was like maybe a minute and a half he had to move down the field, which they did, and kick a field goal to win it. And uh, unlike some NFL teams, which we'll get to in a little while, they put it on the, where the kicker wanted it and went ahead and knocked it through. So I, it was I just a really pulled good. Pulled it up. It looks like he had a minute exactly. Yeah, exactly. It was it was good. It was a good drive. And then seven plays, fifty three yards in a minute. Surprise, surprise! Washington just. Gave all the cushion to the wide receivers they could ask for. It yeah. never works. It never works, guys. Stop doing it. Yeah, I, very, I know it seems like it would work, but it doesn't. It doesn't work. Just play your defense. It is a very uh, confusing thing. Uh, but looking at this, Washington State, I mean, this isn't shocking by any means. 15 rushes, 40 yards, but 406 yards passing. So. I'm going to tell, tell this to you on the off chance that you forget between now and then, but just in the name of transparency and because uh, Josh and Justin aren't, or Josh is in here and he won't listen to this episode. There's a, there's a little guy on Washington state, Brandon Arcanado. Put that in the, put that in the sleeper bank. You're, you're, you're pick, you're picking, uh, picking up some vibes from there for your, put, for your he's picks. A little, he's a little, he's a little white guy. <laughs> Had a hundred and 130 yards on nine catches. He trying was their go-to you, guy. Had a two point conversion catch. Cooper cup. Oh yeah, he's looking. He's looking prime for the Cooper Cup. Also, he's from that Pacific Northwest area. Sit on, sit on that one. See if you can get him in the fourth. I was about to say one hundred percent chance I forget that name by by the time that this oh, yeah. rolls around. I, oh yeah, I know. If we don't have anything else for uh, week nine, just hop into week ten. Like I said, it's a it's a really down week. I don't think any ranked teams play each other outside of Georgia, Florida. Although it's already started off with uh, the West Virginia Baylor game was was really good. Well, I was gonna say it's a down week, but that normally means that some crazy shit's gonna happen. There's some there's some good games because like Florida State plays Miami, two bad teams, but probably gonna be like an entertaining game. It's like two it's like two special needs kids like grabbing each other by the collar and just like hockey teeing off on each other. It's gonna be awesome. Yep. I so I I did misspoke or misspeak SMU. Ranked 15th plays Memphis, ranked 24th. So, a little rivalry ranked, there, too. Two ranked games. Uh, I mean, that one should be pretty good. That's a that's a night game on ABC, too. So, hell yeah. Get, get your old Kurt Under Herb the straight lights. up on there. Hell yeah. Uh, um, step, stepping back to last night's game, that West Virginia Baylor game. So, um, no teams could score in the first half, and then they started off the. They started off both teams on the third quarter, and they both scored on their first drive. So it was like, oh, the game got interesting. So I put it on. And this was like after all the Halloween festivities. So Baylor kicks a go-ahead field goal in the fourth, I I believe. Like middle of the fourth, they kick a go-ahead field goal. Dude, this is the worst. And I like – so Neil Brown is West Virginia's coach, right? The coach from Troy. Um, So I like him. He's the guy that beat LSU. And – uh, that's just like a rookie big stage coaching moment thing happened. It was really bad. So they were going to kick like a 40-yard field goal probably. And, dude, I don't know how, but they got a delay. He made it. Kicker kicked it, made it, delay a game. They didn't Hate get to the, see it. 
Didn't get the snap off in time. Move it back five yards. Got blocked. Oh, blocked and lost the game. So the final score is fourteen seventeen. They lost because so of that. That dude went from getting getting it all that night to 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 getting once again on the receiving rem- end of a sports center. Not re- no one remembering his name anymore. <laughs> yep, exactly, exactly. He went from all the glory to just yeah. No one knows who you are, my man. Yep. Pat Pat McAfee on the call. He was they were the whole call crew was dressed like uh the Anchorman crew. Yeah. Pat McAfee was ticks. <laughs> Good lord. Uh I guess last night too, Appalachian State lost to Georgia Southern. So I mean, Oh god. My favorite tweet about this was Appalachian State wants to win the ACC Coastal so bad that they're gonna <laughs> they're, they wanna blend in so bad that they're gonna choke off a win that they should uh have. <laughs> Uh, I mean, their next game South Carolina, but that, I think that's a week from now. But so, we'll see. They were undefeated going into this one. They could beat South Carolina still. Uh, 100%. Uh, but let's see. Michigan plays Maryland. Uh, Michigan's going to figure out a way to mess that up somehow. Probably not lose, but... Yeah, I don't know. They're, they've had some... No, nah, I I believe them. I wish Josh it's, was here so I could say that to him. It's the Alabama OC Bowl, too. <laughs> True. Uh, Virginia Tech at Notre Dame. Virginia Tech. I don't know. Virginia Tech's. Okay. If you'd asked me before I looked this up this week or Solid Verbal told me or something, if you'd asked me what Virginia Tech's record was, I probably would have said three and five because I watched them the first two or three weeks of the season and then I was like, you guys are terrible. Negative Ghost Rider. Yeah. They're like, what? Like five and two. Yeah, exactly. I was going to say like six and one, five and two. Like five and two, third in the ACC Coastal. Yeah, got a little ACC matchup with Notre Dame here, huh? Yeah, uh, ACC matchup. The ACC gets the money, but doesn't affect anyone's record. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Um, good little hustle but, they got. Exactly, that one's at Notre Dame. Uh, Kansas State, Kansas, bleh. Yeah. Uh, Georgia versus Florida. I guess that one's the old. That's the marquee. Big cocktail game or whatever they call it. The world's, World, largest, world's cocktail largest cocktail party. party. Yeah, I'd like to go to that one day. Yeah, I think some of these games would be fun to go see, like the rivalry type games. Just, just for that simple reason. The shitty part is, it's normally rivalry games outside of this one happen when your team's playing their rival too, and you right, want to watch exactly. that. <laughs> yeah, exactly. So it's like ah, shit. But, uh. Well, they always play that one in Jacksonville. So, I don't... I wonder what the line is. I haven't looked at that stuff in a while. But this should be a good game. But I could honestly just see like Florida kind of running away with it. Florida running away with it? Yeah. If This is one of those games... If they could keep Swift bottled up, yeah, okay. I could see them. So, if you... I can see everything happening... Except for Georgia running away with it, I could Correct. see it being close either way, or Florida running run away with it. This is I literally cannot the, see Georgia doing. That's it. the exact comment I made about the Clemson Alabama last game last year. I said this is either going to be Alabama running away with it, Alabama wins close, Clemson running away with it, and that's it. Well, it turns out I was wrong. So I try not to speak those what words very know? often anymore. Yeah, exactly. But um. I mean, I kind of, like I said, I I just went through a whole thing and said I don't speak those words, but I also agree mm-hmm. that I could see 
everything happening except Georgia running away with it. Uh, did I win a bet last week that I didn't remember? My balance is looking higher than I thought it was supposed to be. Boom. Clutch. This game, it's really going to be like they're just going to... So Georgia's receivers are not there yet at all. Like, not even a little bit. Um, Florida like is in this weird place where it's like for the first... It's like Dan Mullen's offense is somehow better with shittier people. Does that make sense? It's like designed to make it's like designed to make shitty like Mississippi State. Shitty athletes. His offense was way exceeded expectations. Yeah. Now it seems like with great athletes it has like a cap on it. Like it can only go they can only score so many points against like top teams in my opinion. So I don't know. That's kind of counterintuitive to what I said about I think Florida could run away with it, but I think that's because I just I've been saying it since probably since they lost to LSU. It's like they're Georgia's so overhyped. Jake Fromm is so overhyped. I I I I don't tweet very often, but the other day I forgot what the context was, but I remember tweeting it was like I hope to just one day defend like find someone to defend me as much as Georgia fans defend Jake Fromm. <laughs> <laughs> they'll they'll still say that he's better than Joe Burrow. I was like for the record Joe Burrow last year, outside of touchdowns, fair, granted, give you that one, had more yards, more completions, more everything than Jake Fromm. It's like he's not that good. Yeah. He's 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 like the best possible version of a game manager. Like game manager is normally an insult to the, you know, the Alex Smith types of the world. But like he's he's like the best possible version of that. And against top teams, very often he has bad games. It's like he, he he always will dominate the teams he's supposed to dominate, and he will often look good against almost everyone else. And then against the top teams on his schedule, he's often not very good. So I, if you told me Jake Fromm threw for 170 yards and a touchdown and two picks in this game, then I would say, like, mm, that's kind of that seems yep. right. That seems yep. right, you know? I'll, I'll take that. Yeah. Um, But – yeah, like I said, I think you and I are on the same page there, seeing like three outcomes for this, which of course means that Georgia's just going to run away with it. Oh yeah, it's going to be a fucking shit kicking. I'm pretty sure Georgia's the favorite. Uh-oh. Oh, also I typed in I typed in Florida Georgia line, and that did not work out like I needed it to work out. Yeah, probably got a lot of pictures of dudes in tight pants. Yep, that guy's dreads or something. That's not what I pictured. Uh, yeah, it says Georgia by four and a half is what I see. Yeah, so. I don't know. Take that for what you will. So, uh, let's see. Going through, Army plays Air Force. Hmm. Uh, Clemson Wofford should be a beatdown. Utah at Washington. Utah's, I guess Oregon's there too, but hold the hopes for the Pac-12. Uh, yeah, it's one of those two, right? That's basically what they got. I mean, they both only have one loss, so. You kind of led into it. Oregon, the rest of their schedule is still like, difficult for as per Oregon standards, but this is kind of like the defining game. They play They're USC this week. This at is like, USC, this, yeah. This is the defining game of their season, I think. Which like, what isn't, their as, gonna be. isn't as bad as we all thought they might end up being. But they're super, super hurt right now. Like, I mean, not, they're yeah. like their fourth running back. and actually, I actually think that Clay Elton, Helton, excuse me, has like earned another year, yeah. Because they're five and three, which is bad for being USC in the Pac-12. 
if anything, this would but be the year to so fire hurt. him, possibly. It will. They just got a new. Actually, they just got a new athletic director today. Yeah, I mean, this would probably be the the time to fire him because he's like he's going to have a winning record. Probably make a bowl game. Go out with a bowl game instead of going out on the bottom. Bottom. Yeah. But I'm actually a, in college football world. I'm actually of the fire midseason and just get a head start on the coach. Like start reaching out to people. But yeah. I don't know. If you wait till after a bowl game, some of your people you wanted to hire are going to be gone. I think, but I also think that you could be like, hey, this bowl game is going to be the end of your yeah. your tenure That's here. That's true, I guess. Yeah, yeah you got then, a point. I guess up, both things Then it's up to him if time. he wants to leave and all that type of stuff, but... Uh, but like, yeah, that's the, those are like the marquee games. Like I said, SMU, Memphis, that should be fun to watch. Uh, that's probably the one that I'm going to watch at night on the old, the big TV. What time's the five o'clock or five o'clock my time is the, the Oregon USC game. What time's the, the SMU game? That is at 730. It is the Oregon so, S- USC game is at like, s- Eight or seven o'clock here time, not five. Oh, I'm on a. Sorry, I'm on my California computer looking this up. My bad. Gotcha. I, yeah, I got, I got computers all across the United States. <laughs> yeah. So, the night games are Memphis, SMU, and then uh, Oregon, USC, are like the big ones. The rest of the games, like Vanderbilt, South Carolina, Virginia, North Carolina. Blah blah blah. You you got any uh. You got any, since it's just us two football nerds, you got any recruiting scoop you want to talk about? Since we we never talk about recruiting on this podcast? I think Clemson's still like in the same place they were. I mean, waiting on Justin Flo? Waiting on Justin Flo, waiting on Birch to see what those two do. And then kind of just like going from there. How many, um, how many people can you sign this class? Uh, let me look up the numbers. Oh, uh. I mean, I have it. Like, well, oh, okay. Pretty easy, to, pretty easy to find. Yeah, I'll show. Maybe if I can click on the button, the right button. All right, so there is twelve seniors, and then let's say AJ Terrell leaves, Wait, Isaiah Simmons leaves. You're like doing math. Hold on. Can you sign more or less than twenty-five? Uh, I mean, you can always take away scholarships from some of these kids. You can't <laughs> sign more than twenty-five in a class anymore. You can, I'm, but it's there's very specific circumstances now. You can't just like um, so like even if you had the scholarships to give, if you didn't have, I can't explain it. It's too much to explain. But basically, twenty five is the hard cap you can sign in a class unless you had like a guy the previous class, um, like you signed twenty four the previous class. Because of your 25th guy something. So basically it's always like you can't sign more than 50 people in two classes. Basically is the rule. Yeah. Um, so let me see. Because the reason and the reason they did this for you not people that maybe care about recruiting but haven't really or like care about recruits but maybe don't follow recruiting or it's never been your bag before. It's because schools like Tennessee and Ole Miss and shit and everyone really but they used to sign like 35 to 40 kids a class. And then like once people got there, they would just like start trimming off like who sucked 
and they'd yeah. be like, they'd be like, oh, get out of here, get out of here. And then kids are in like weird spot where like they wanted to go to that school and they were enrolled in like they had their whole life plan kind of thing. And then they're like, oh, I guess I'm going to junior college. Like, well, Clemson had 29 last year. Okay. So you had some, so then you probably can't sign, probably can't sign 25 this year. And they have 20 as of now. Right. So you can probably add a couple maybe. Yeah. But, and then you just make some of those kids like preferred walk-ons and shit down the lower ranking kids. Yeah. You know, this is, LSU's in this like hardcore for the, normally LSU has like a full class and then they have a person that they think they're going to get for the last spot or two. And then that person either comes or they don't. And then if they don't come, then they have another guy who knows what the deal is. And it's like, hey, if this guy doesn't sign, you have a spot with us. Kind of yeah. I, LSU I, is not in that for the first time. I think I, Clemson kind of I think Clemson kind of does that. But I also think Clemson sometimes just goes like first come, first serve type thing. Where they're like, hey, we really want you. But like if you wait it out and wait it out, then like there might be another person that comes in yeah, and takes your but, spot. Whether yeah, you're the better player people, or not. There's yeah, always I, people that are outliers to that. Yeah, I mean that's not a five-star rule. But that's – I. Yeah. I mean, I've seen that a few times, like, not come out and people say it, but, like, you can, yeah. like, they're project, projected to go to Clemson, projected to go to Clemson, that Clemson, like, hits their numbers and just kind of like, boop, I'm out. Yeah, so LSU's got potentially, like, four spots to trim. I think LSU's going to get Zach Evans, the number one running back. I think most people think that at this point. Um, uh, I don't think they're going to get Birch, but he did make the top five. And I guess having said that, the LSU mods say like LSU's like the dark horse contender at this point in the recruitment, which is more than they were for Eric Gilbert. So who really knows in recruiting, I guess. Yeah. Especially with like those like Birch is another one of those kids who like is super low key on the recruiting trail. Like no one really knows what he's doing. Kinda so Eric Gilbert was the tight end I was saying. Like he never once like said where he was going or anything. People just assumed he was going to Alabama. Birch, I think, has said who his favorites are and stuff, but he doesn't do interviews. He doesn't do Yeah, he put out a top five the other day. Yeah, it was it was what you would expect. It was Clemson, Bama, LSU, South probably like Carolina. Probably and South Georgia, Carolina, yeah. And Georgia, I think. But I don't know. I was looking at just like scholarship numbers in general, and there's some kids on this list that are Definitely not going to have a scholarship next year. <laughs> Ouch. I mean, some of these kids got like half scholarships and got like uh, walk-ons that got a scholarship later. Stuff yeah, like that. Right. Oh, yeah. Those guys that get the... That's that's what no one understands about those videos where the kids get awarded that scholarship is that is for one semester. <laughs> yeah. I mean, granted that most of these schools, that one semester can be like $20,000. Yeah. So. Yeah. Yep, you're not wrong. Because I'm just like looking at these things, and I mean, there's one, two, three, four, five kids at least that are probably going to lose a scholarship next year. I mean, like a, like we said, it is what it is. That's kind of how it goes. Yeah, it is. That's what, and then that's a. I'm. I don't. I I don't know what it is about. I guess I'm a bleeding heart, but only for, at like young athletes for whatever reason. Because I'm not generally a empathetic person. But I just like look at our class list and I'm like, I can see a couple people who I could just chop off real easy. Like we have one Juco signee, like, sorry, man, like you got like, I really like you and you're good, but you only got two years. So like, (laughs) you're going to have to go like, that's fine. But then like the lowest rated guy 
is a teammate of the guy that we like our number one target on the board probably a left tackle so like well you can't cut him uh then the other lowest rated guy is like from like a louisiana powerhouse school and like we like his cousin plays on the team like every time i see him posting on twitter he's like my future home it's like lsu stuff like oh i hate to say like logically you're the next person that should be cut but i don't think you could like break like i don't think you could offend a kid that goes to yeah i mean louisiana powerhouse school that's kind of how it goes i i think the robert kimdichi one was like clemson ended up with three guys who ended up going to the nfl but they basically recruited them to get robert kimdichi and then like and the, he yeah. he left but they like stayed i think wayne gallman was one of them and uh, worked out pretty like, well yeah there was a couple a couple corners i think so I mean, sometimes and then you that got works outbid out sometimes. by Hugh Freeze. Hey, life comes at you fast sometimes, and I think it's come at Kim Dietschy pretty fast here. You you don't draft a 300-pound black man who wears a kimono. Just don't do that. <laughs> I don't know. There's some... I feel like I could see Warren Sapp wearing a kimono, and he was pretty good. <laughs> but not not like... Oh, well, yeah, that, Warren Sapp well, wears Jesus, a kimono was, when he's waiting for his escorts to arrive. I was arrive. about to say. Not his escorts, the lady that works at NFL Network. I think it'll be something that's uh, interesting over the next couple, I guess, months to see early signing periods in December. I don't remember what day. But just to see where some of those people go and like where they fall out and if like people like Flo and Birch and stuff don't sign with anyone in that early signing period. Like, what kind of happens with numbers and stuff. Yeah. So, like I said, that just comes up and makes you wonder what's what's going to happen with some of those stuff. And right now, Clemson has the number one player who's also a defensive tackle. So, I guess sometimes you can be like, well, granted you want them all. But yeah. sometimes you can be like, well, we'll just go this way. Yeah, LSU just did that, I I feel like. So, I, I can't confirm this, obviously, but just, like, the way it went. It seems like, so they had a guy, Donnell Harris. He was a five-star for next year's class, 2021. Mm-hmm. He reclassified to this class, and he's an edge rusher. So, I guess, recalculating into, like, in this class, and he's younger and kind of a smaller body type, whatever. They rate him as, like, the number 50 guy. But he was originally a five-star, but, you know, how accurate that is because it's a year away. No one really knows. But um, it looked like LSU was recruiting him and another guy who was a Tennessee commit. And uh, Donald Harris set his commitment date for like a week or two from now. And I'm guessing that LSU probably told him, was like, if you're coming to us, like you have to tell us now because we're going to take this other guy. Yep. And then he either said like, I'm not coming to you. I'm going to Texas A&M, who's the other school. Or he was like, I can't tell you if I'm coming to you right now. I don't know. And they were like, boop, give me BJ Ojolari then from Tennessee. So, sorry. Or from Georgia. But Yeah. So, I mean, like so, said, so, it's, so it's strange to just be like, you You probably had to push the issue to like this five-star kid. Like, you're going to have to tell us now. There's no other. You can't not tell us now if you want to yeah. come here. Yeah. All right. I think that's how it works out for some of these kids, and then some of these kids, like you said, you just kind of be like, Save a spot. "Hey, we'd really, we'd really like you to know if you're coming, but like it's up to you. No pressure." Mm-hmm. Also, for the record, uh, I'm just looking it up. Clemson has the number one, two, and seven defensive tackle commits, and the guy we're talking about is the number one defensive end. Yeah. So. Also, I would assume that the number one defensive tackle commit is actually going to play defensive end. So. Uh, I mean, I don't know. He's a, he's a pretty big dude. You could probably move inside. 
So. He is, but I've seen his I've seen his pass rush technique. It's very. I'm not just saying this because they're both white. It's very JJ Watt esque. Yeah. So, uh, I don't like I said I don't remember when the the early signing period is, but it's I mean it's coming up pretty quick. We're yeah. into November. Yeah, most most every Power Five program will have the bulk of their, or sorry, most every major Power Five program will have the bulk of their recruiting classes signed here shortly. Correct. Um, but you got anything else for college nope. football and nope. uh, anything like that? Nope. NFL. All right. NFL stuff. I actually didn't get a chance to watch a lot of these games last week because I was at a chili cook-off and they only had the Lions game on. Hell yeah. So, uh, pure America, so, pure Michigan. So I didn't get to watch a lot of this, but what I did see from highlights and stuff, uh, <laughs> oh, the Chargers won by one on a missed field goal from uh, old Pinheiro, who apparently had it on the wrong hash mark. And, and then immediately retracted stuff, his statement. Which is, yeah, well, that's a weird statement. It was on the wrong hash mark. Buddy, there's two of them, man. You got to be able to make it from anywhere, should, yeah. from one to the other. Mm-hmm. But I guess, I mean, technically, wasn't his statement that the coaching staff asked which hash mark to put it on and then put it on the other one? So, yeah, something like that. So, But still, you're right. Just make the kick. Here's a crazy make, thought. Gotta Here's make the crazy kick, thought. You but get also, paid to make the kick. Gotta make the kick, but also really not a good look on the that, coaching yeah. staff's part. That kick was the same. I felt the same way about that kick as I did about that Army guy against Michigan where it was like the 50-yard kick and he never kicked a field goal in college before. It was like... There's yeah. no, there's no way you're gonna make this. I was like, oh, yeah, there's no way you're gonna make this, Eddie Pinero. This no ain't way. it, bud. This, this is not gonna it. happen. The but. football gods are telling me that this is not gonna happen. Uh, the Panthers kick or the Niners kicked the shit out of the Panthers, fifty-one to thirteen. I think they had seven sacks. And I'm then so last, sorry. I, I last the night Panthers. they they snuck past the old high flying Cardinals. They only had three sacks, but I'm pretty sure they had three sacks for like minus fifty yards. Because there was a few of them that old Kyler Murray was just running backwards. Let's see what else. I don't, like I said, I didn't get a chance to watch a lot of these games last week. Uh, the Eagles kicked the shit out of the Bills, which was kind of confusing. Because the Eagles aren't really good, but maybe they are good. They should be. They just are slumping so hard. New England's the best defense that ever played football, apparently. Deshaun Watson threw a touchdown pass after getting kicked in the eyeball. Yeah, he, he just, had a non-functioning eye-looking thing there yeah, for a minute. Just freaking rubbed it off real quick, threw a, threw a touchdown pass. And then the Kansas City-Green Bay game was actually pretty entertaining. Oh, uh, Andy Reid man, somehow managed to uh, get himself I mean, into a quarterback duel with Aaron Rodgers. Yeah. Kind of impressive. Matt Moore versus Aaron Rodgers. <laughs> but... I think that wraps up most of last week's games. We could probably get into trades in the next one when we're all here, and then we so trades and trades that didn't happen. Is there anything you briefly want to say that uh, the other guys might not have a super? Oh, I know what I want to say about the NFL. Trent Williams had cancer for six years, and the Redskins never diagnosed it. Yeah, that. Yeah. E- yeah. Yeah. The the Redskins are uh, their team. I- they're a team. It's making me. There are guys uh, out there. It's making me uncomfortable for the people that I like that play on that team. Like, 
Landon Collins and Darius Geis, who has health issues. The Redskins might be the one team that makes me think, like, maybe this draft that we do is not the best route. <laughs> yeah. yeah like, maybe I normally, we need, like, an open market. <laughs> yeah. I'm normally, like, just like, well, I mean, it is what it is, but <laughs> just it's like the a, Redskins are making like a, me rethink it. It's like a not a death sentence, but it's like if uh, I don't know why the first analogy that popped into my head was like if this was Game of Thrones, like the Redskins or like the Night's Watch, like you got drafted. It's like oh, I get to go to the place with like no pussy or fun, and it's freezing cold. <laughs> yep, and there's a solid chance you will die by undead people yeah, yeah, and the people yeah, that live on the other side. Yeah, exactly. And like there's a good chance that if I don't get killed by the enemy, I'm gonna get like backstabbed by my own people. Fucking yep. awesome. So, uh, but like I said, we'll jump into more of the trade stuff. I, for, for me personally, Emmanuel Sanders getting traded to the Niners has looked pretty good. Seriously. Fucking it's, seriously. And I guess since it happened yesterday, we can bring up, I can't believe Kenyon Drake had that many yards. Yeah, Kenyon Drake getting traded to the, I mean, the, the, <laughs> this is fantasy-wise, and I know most of y'all don't really give a shit about fantasy stuff. No one does, but we're still going to say it. People just getting traded for like first round picks, Chase Edmonds, and then instantly Cardinals turning around out for and weeks. trading Drake, trading for Drake. Who even if Chris Edmonds or uh, Chase Edmonds is is out there, is probably going to be a backup again. Now another backup again. Yeah, I can't believe it. So, uh, but this week coming up, like I said, the Niners beat the Cardinals twenty eight to twenty five last night. I guess one of the lower performances recently out of the Niners uh, defense, but offense came to play, snuck by the Cardinals at in Arizona. Houston at Jacksonville. Uh, let's see. Minnesota-Kansas City is probably going to be a good game if Kansas are, City oh, comes to the play the same way. The upcoming that, games? Yeah, these are these are the ones coming up. Speaking of um, upcoming, did you see the, the Cam Newton developments? Uh, I saw an up. I saw like a notification about Cam Newton, but I was doing something else, and then it his got- foot is not getting better. Like not not like the way ESPN phrases like it's not like it won't get to the point that he can play. Yeah, it's not getting better. Period. So he's going to a. He's like not doing the team doctor thing now. He's going to like uh or like one of the best orthopedic people in the United States, whatever. And I guess it's in Wisconsin or Michigan or something. Um, because, and like the way ESPN phrases like football is like long in the future. Yeah. So he's not playing this year is what not, I'm getting. Not a great look. No. Not a great look. Um, Kyle Allen season. Patriots Ravens is going to be a good game. Patriots Ravens should be a good game. I'm not going to say it, it is going to be a good, be a good game, game, but it should be a good game. It'll be a good game. Uh, this is like the one game that's making me look at my lineup and be like, uh, do I really want to start Lamar Jackson? Do you? You might not. Yeah. So, uh, let's see. Detroit at Oakland. Um, Tampa Bay, Seattle. That's not a good game. I don't know why I even started to say that. Because James Winston is the fondest quarterback to watch. <laughs> yeah. Chicago plays Philadelphia this weekend, so I guess that's another one you can... See if the uh, the Bears can bounce back, or if whatever the Eagles did last week is the actual Eagles. Philadelphia Beagles. Yeah. Uh, and then Green Bay at the Chargers. Is there not a Monday night game? There is a Monday night game. The Giants, freaking Cowboys. No one cares. 
Oh, but we do. We get an actual London game, which is nice. Nine thirty. Oh yeah. So well, who? Which, which one's the London game? The oh, Houston it's the Jags, Jags, right? Yeah. Yep. Because the Jags play there like every other weekend. Anyway. Every year. Yep. <laughs> but yep. I mean that wraps it up. I think for the NFL stuff, like I said, we'll jump into trades. Yeah. Early next week. It'll be early next week, so it's not like it'll be that yep. far in the distance. Yeah. You know what? Uh. You know what starts this week? Maction. Midweek Maction. You know. Maction, baby. There, we get football for like thirty straight days or something. Yeah, there, it's it's twenty. I think it's like twenty five out of the next twenty six days. There's football. And that was starting yesterday. Yep. Enjoy. I think it's every day. I think there's one. I think there's a Wednesday to, at the end of this month that there's wow. not. It's the last Wednesday of this month. There's not a game. No. But every other game this month there's. A, there, every other day this month, there's a game. I do appreciate this out of the action, but this is also like the games that you can't watch on Tuesdays because you got to justify that you watch football on Thursday, Friday, yeah. Saturday, Sunday, Monday, and then you got to be like, well, I got to take Tuesday and Wednesday off. Okay, to be honest, I don't watch action games unless one until I get that ESPN alert that's like close game in the fourth, and I'm like, oh, let's see what's going on in the action. Correct. I mean, that is the time that you should watch a action game, but. I don't know. I think that's all I have. If you got anything else, like I said, we'll have more stories. I guess the one thing that we did forget last week is that we survived the uh, collapse of a hotel in New Orleans, and we missed something else last week that we didn't say, but I don't remember what it was now. The hotel collapse, we were gone by 30 minutes. Yep. So, like I said, I think that's all I have for this week. A nice little quick one. Not much of, like I said, not as funny. We'll get into more of the trade and stuff next week. I'm sure people will have stories. But um, as always, go ahead and follow us on Twitter, STB underscore pod. Instagram at subject, the number two, blackout. Uh, Give us a review if you would like. um, But mainly tell your friends about it. And as always, just be normal.